Aaron, we're uh, we're recording and we're going to talk about what does it mean to have a business based on love. So yeah. I turn it over to you. Yeah, well, I so here, so this came up. I was doing some development work on my business, personal business development work, and um, the people I'm working with, uh, Jeff Wilmore, uh, was the guest here a while back. Um, yeah, was you know asking that, and I know um, what's his name, Michael Mayer. Everything is love, right? Right, love, love, love. And, you know, having a business based in love and two things I saw. Uh, w- w- so there's the question, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. And then I started to look for myself at my relationship to it. And uh, mm. I, so one thing I saw, this is just personally, and you'll get this. This is my experience about this was I sold out or stopped loving people. Mm. And having my intimate, personal, you know, experience of loving the person I'm talking to, be in the foreground, be mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Certainly during the pandemic, um, probably before that, you know, I noticed that with the political conversation of the day prior to the pandemic, um all the stuff that came up during the pandemic, you know, the division, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I just got, and it's, you know, uh, so I, it's not a far drive for me to go into cynicism. I don't have to like go very far. It's hardly like, but not contempt. Yeah. But not contempt. And I really, <laughs> and I had, right. Exactly. And uh, uh, it's not even a far drive for me to go to contempt. Right. Um, so um you know, like that. So I, I didn't notice it. It wasn't like a radical shift for me, but I did, you know, stop just caring, like really caring. And and I, so inside the conversation, what does it mean to have a business based in love? Mm. Um, You know, there's something about having that in the foreground, having that be in the actual experience that people, for me, yeah, you know, um, is love present? Not, am I in love? I mean, you know, so then we get, right. you know, all the different ways that love is used in the marketplace, mm. you know, within the force field, you know, uh, love what you do and the money will follow, you know, platitudes yeah, right, about right. love. Um, I know when I had the bakery, back in the day yeah, yeah uh you know there was a there was a quote we used to hang our hat on from the tasahara bread book that um love is not only the most important ingredient but the only ingredient that really matters mm. and um mm. you know my that business was built on that and we had love as the first ingredient on the labels mm. um mm. but then we never really leaned into it it wasn't a real we didn't keep it alive. It wasn't the value. It wasn't, you know, fun and good times and, you know, fuck the establishment were the actual express values of that business. <laughs> um, so what would it look like to have love? I think Michael probably does a great, you know, Michael really, Mayer. yeah, Michael Mayer really keeps that alive. I mean, he's, you know, yeah, everything yeah. for him is about that. and. um and it's authentic for him to do that. I mean, it's, you know, it's not layered on top of. Right. 
So anyway, I was just wow. in that inquiry of dealing with it. And, and I think it always works better when we talk it out. So I don't know. What did you hear in any of that? Or what's yeah, that your great. connection to that? Well, you're coming in hot with some good. I know. I've really rich, been thinking about it. <laughs> some good, rich uh, prompts here. Some, um, I don't know. When was the last time I sent you a prompt out of the blue, right? Never. I, I don't think I've ever been like, shit, we have to talk about this. <laughs> it was good. That's juicy. Um, I, you, you were talking about, uh, the platitudes and the quotes and the things. And it made me think of Jerry Maguire when they're like, love you, love you, man. Yeah, yeah love right. you too. You know, like just the, and the, the whole breakdown that we have around. I, I, I remember my parents never really said, I love you. Uh huh. And it was very awkward for me to say to them, I love you. Like it felt, I felt weird to say it. Um, when I got married and uh, I said, love you all the time. When I had kids, I was like, I'm definitely going to tell them I love them all the time and became a, but I just think it's interesting. Our culturally, our, our relationship to love, um, can get in the way of being able to embody yeah. love as a thing that is that our business is based on. That would be a really hard thing to do if your relationship to it is, I have a hard time saying it. Yeah. I think it's just, it's laden with all those meanings as well. You know, like that. Uh, so it doesn't even occur for me that way. Cause my parents always told me they loved us. It was never mm. in the background. It was always in the foreground. Mm. Um, you know, but then there's, you know, but so, yeah. So I think there's the, there's the, um, the world, that we grew up in, in relationship to the meaning of the word, yeah, of how it expresses itself. Like it wouldn't even occur to me inside the what we're talking about that one's parents' relationship to them inside saying "I love you" would show up as a thing. But clearly, it makes sense that it should. It's one of the things that you know impacts it, and mm-hmm. um, you know. And then there's the other piece. <laughs> this is so good, Chris, because we certainly do not have a conclusion that we're heading towards here. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's effeminate mm. in mm. our culture, you know, mm. in my head, mm. you know, it's, you know, it's gay to be that way, you know, mm-hmm. like that's the vernacular, the, the, right. the, the, the derisive derogatory yeah. internal conversation I have about that as a man yep. expressing that. And I can do it with my bros, you know, there's definitely those, times where I love you, man, is right there to be said, but it's the presence Mm -hmm. of the intimate, actual experience of Mm -hmm. love, being loved, loving, Mm -hmm. that connection. What's that connection's place in business? And is there one? And is that what anyone means when they're talking about a business built on love? Is that what it means to love your business is to be in the, you know, in the I think it's a nice idea. I think it's a nice idea. I think people, I think any human could say, I mean, any human that is in touch with their emotions at all would say, oh yeah, that's a great idea. Right. I think conceptually we have no yeah. problem with love, yeah. right? That was oh. always the, yeah, love. Mm-hmm. you know, in the forum, you know, they would, you know, you write the word sound on the board and you have people get that sound. Right. When they see it, they say that sound and it's that sound. That's a representation. Right. That sound, you know. Right. Right. Um, and we have the representation of love, but not the 
right. experience of living in the presence of yeah, right. how yeah, much yeah. we're loved, mm-hmm. how much we love people. It's good. I mean, part of it is I, I, what showed up for me this weekend was like, I would just it'd be brought to my knees every moment if I really sort of allowed myself to get present to the miracle yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that life is like the, somehow the miracle that life is connect is connected to love for me in the background. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't articulated that yet, but you know, you just, you know, just even I'm drinking coffee, you know, that, what is this? This is a bean that was grown by some farmer in Guatemala <laughs> yeah, and then flown and roasted and ground and, brought here and shipped and every, and it's in my mug now. And how does this happen? And it makes me happy. And without it, I'll kill someone, you know, like how, how does any of that? That's, this is like miracle. We're talking on the screen. The whole fucking thing is a miracle. It's just, it's beyond our ability to be with. And I think we get numbed out to that. And um, don't, I think it's just too much work I'm now really rambling, but the not rambling, but going on. The yeah. um the other thing that showed up this weekend was, you know, the the um the problem with leading with love or a business built on love is the um you know the heartbreak that comes mm-hmm. with loving something, that there is no alternative. To getting your heart broken, there is no mm. Mm. You, you you cannot love something without getting your heart broken. It's not. Yeah, well, there you uh, go. It's just never going to happen. I mean, that's that's the inherent. That's the from the hand, back of the hand. Heart loving and heartbreak come. You know, if you love something, it's going to die. <laughs> Even just from that base level reality. Yep. Yep. Whatever you love is going to die. So you have no choice but to be heartbroken at some point. And, um, you know, on one hand, I think we're all guarding ourselves, stealing ourselves from that heartbreak, the inevitability of that heartbreak. So we don't. It's interesting to me, the the thought that um, something like, and I'm not saying we're doing this on a conscious level, but we might be doing it on a very intentional subconscious level. Is that, can that exist intentional subconscious <laughs> level? There is a, there is a very protective thing. Like the, the reason hustle culture can be so um, embraced is it, it, it doesn't require, it distracts me from something or, or doesn't require me to um, show up with love to get my heart broken. Like, I don't have to do that. I can just be disciplined and hustle and grind and Right. It never becomes love and heartbreak never becomes a part of the conversation. It was really good, Chris, that you said that, because that's exactly what I, I came to that same sort of, I didn't come to that particular yeah. cut at it, which is really useful, I think, for me, because, you know, in, I was examining my calling, all people experience agency. Mm-hmm. And there is an aspect of that or a cut at that, mm-hmm. uh, where it's, that's a hustle culture driven kind of calling. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker are going to experience agency. You are going to have power. You are going to, why? To get shit done. Let's go. Yeah. You know, like that. There is an aspect of it that allows me to avoid Mm -hmm. actually dealing with Mm. being intimate. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So intimacy is, is, is here and uh, uh, love is here. Miracles are here. 
Um, mm-hmm. you know, heartbreak is in this mix, right? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, what's coming up for me is the, if I go to the conversation of masculine and feminine energy, not mm-hmm. male and female, right. But like the whole thought of like, um, uh, hustle grind. If I get more, a little bit more extreme about it um take dominate mm-hmm. um yeah hustle uh there's a I, there's a um the the gravitational pull of business has been built on that energy for a very long time like that the way things get done is not inquiry and love the way things get done for centuries has been go hustle grind hustle take grind. pillage right. like you know, if you want it, go get it, you know, like eat first, like, you know, um, speed of the leader, speed of the pack. Like there's a, there's all of this very, you know, masculine angle or, or as you say, cut on how to get ahead in the world. And, um, and when that dominates, there is no love is very, um, to me, I would say feminine energy in the sense that it's very open. It's very receiving. It doesn't, you know, love does not, uh, I'm trying to think of the New Testament thing about love isn't uh, does not envy yeah. does not boast does not blah blah blah. The there's the there are these these things about it that don't gel with um, surviving. That was another word that was there for me. It was like surviving in a culture that's dominated by that that um, more masculine energy. I'm not saying yeah. by the way masculine has to be aggressive like that, but I'm just saying like it has been the energy that is predominant. Yeah. I think if you're going to name, if you're going to, if you're going to bucket those things, you would put hustle grind in masculine and you'd put, you know, uh, nurture. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and it's, I mean, gosh, we could have a whole, that's Mm -hmm. a whole nother cut, right. Worth diving into is, you know, the, the, um, you know, the, I don't know if you want to say the damage that it is, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, the, the constraint mm-hmm. that it is to only think about things. I mean, you know, you just think about, it's so funny. I don't know why farming is coming up in my head, not real estate farming, mm-hmm. but real farming. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's a, on one hand, can't be a more nurturing mm-hmm. phenomenon. I mean, you are literally mm-hmm. birthing food. I, w- what else is there? There's the <laughs> seed and now there's food or there's a young animal and now it's a big animal. And, no, yeah. and, you know, you're, it's as nurturing of a phenomenon, but it, you know, it's been co-opted or modified or um, overrun by big farm, by, you know, this mm. hustle and grind out, mm. you know, produce mass production um you know and it's everywhere and i think i I certainly think it's an interesting you know i mean if we're going to bring it back to real estate just to to get it down to the banal um you know it's the difference between you know uh, open door redfin you know zillow ads hustle grind you know, massively gen, let's go, let's go, let's go versus, okay, I have this person and we're going to take care of this person, you know, and it's this 
thing that I've talked about for years of slow real estate, like slow it down. Mm. Like we're going to, we're not going to big farm this. We're not going to, what do you call big farms? Um, Corporate. I don't know what you call them. Big farms. You know, we're not big. We're not going to commoditize this. Mm. You know, we're going to nurture this. We're going to, this is a nurturing phenomenon. So, mm-hmm. you know, then then the question comes, how do you express that in business in a way it speaks to the marketplace? And how do you right. do right. it without co-oping it, without scaling it? You know, that's how that's sort of the friendly, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Eco-friendly uh, term uh, for it. Does it scale? <laughs> right. I love scale. I love I love the idea of that. <laughs> But I, but you're right. How do you scale love? How do you scale intimacy? That's actually not, I'm saying it like a joke, but that is actually sort of in the background, the question. Well, I, you know, I really like that because I think um, if I, if, if I move from um, a solo perspective to a collective perspective, like the, the way we all behave over mm-hmm. time creates the, 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 the environment that we all live in. And if I think about, just even what I'm noticing, if I notice what uh, in me, what I'm, how my appetite is changing for business, mm-hmm. or if I look collectively, like what I think people are, what, what the appetite of the consumer is. So people, I, I think that people have been, and I have been um, bumping up against this aggressive or this take this, 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 um, commoditization or this this way we're talking about it um landing pages ads um clickbait how many youtube thumbnails don't match the actual content because you're just trying to get me to watch your video like there are Mm -hmm. all of these things now in the name of hustle and grind and i'm going to get mine that as a consumer i'm like my appetite has shifted to i would just want something that's real i just want something that feels uh safe or true, or, and I think you use the word love. Like I, what my appetite is shifting to love, not pr- production mm-hmm. as a consumer. And I don't think that's unique to me. I think the, the collective appetite is shifting in response to what we've been fed for so long in a dominant hustle culture. Like, Hey, I think what I'm wanting is a little balance of love. Do you care for me? Or do you just want me to watch a YouTube video with your stupid thumbnail that clickbaited me into watching it because you are going to get yours. Or could you produce a video that actually was what it said it was? I mean, I'm just giving you an example, but. Right. But I think the appetite is growing for something that feels closer to love and appreciation. Yeah. Like you see me, like you see me as a human being and not you don't see my dollars, you see me. Yeah. And I think that's where one of the places that love has to show up. It's funny. I was, so it just in playing with it, like how would it literally show up in mm-hmm. business? A friend of mine texted me yesterday and she said, Hey, a friend that's now thinking about buying on your Island. Um, are you taking clients? Which I always think is such a funny question um, All right. for, for a different show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I texted back. I said, uh, I'm only, I said, I think I said, uh, I'm only taking clients that are interested in becoming family. Hmm. And uh, just as a, as a, you know, as you'd say a container, you know, like, yeah. Okay. I'm not taking clients. Hmm. If you want to become part of my family, Hmm. we're good. I will definitely take you on, but I am not here to 
just be clear, you know, and as a member of my family, here are the, you know, the benefits and the ex- expectations, you know, mm-hmm. there's benefits and expectations of being part of my family. You have to communicate. You have to take time with me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I got your back. You know, um, the, actually now just exploring this as I'm saying it, but that's, hmm. you know, the deal, you know, hmm. that would be one possible way that it could show up. Hmm. Like, but I don't know. Isn't that a slogan? It's got to be someone's Applebee's or some, some, <laughs> so when you're here, your family, right. Isn't that like some, <laughs> right. It is. Yeah. I know it is. I just don't, yeah, know, yeah. I don't, I don't know, know whose it is when you're here, your family is the slogan. And we're, we've been, mm. I've been, mm. you know, co-opted by co-opt is the new um, mm-hmm. word of the show, by the way. Um, <laughs> every show right i, just, I saw sesame street flash, flash across like today's today's episode is brought to you by co-opted co-opted <laughs> um you know but we i've been co-opted by um you know slogans and you know things mm-hmm. veneer was the word yeah, i veneer, came up with yeah, when yeah, i was yeah, doing yeah. on my my own show it was you know it's a veneer of love it's a, vene- a veneer of family mm. and yeah you know and it's it's one of those, if you have to say it, it's not present, maybe, yeah, yeah. right? If you have yeah. to say it, mm. you're probably not, right? I wish I knew who it was when you're here, your family, it's Cracker Barrel or something. <laughs> when you're um, um, wow. You know, but if you have to say it. So at the same time, I think there is a context in which that would be a way that it could show up, no kidding, in the marketplace, Um and then it's just what it is, you know? So it reminds me of the, I can't remember if we've talked about it here, but when I talk about the Dow, you know, the Dow that can be named is not the Dow. Yeah. And, and the minute you name it, right. It's, it's not, not the not Dow. Right. And the minute you say it's love, it sort of ceases to be all that. And the minute you put it in a slogan, the minute you put it in a value statement, the minute you like, in some ways, I'm not saying it's, it's, um, don't do it. It's just, you got to be responsible for that. That is right. Adding boundaries to something that is, that is in essence, right. Boundaryless. The map is not the yeah. Yeah. territory. Yeah. The love that can be named love is not love. I mean, you know, there is yeah. a, there is a, a way you carry yourself and a way you be about it that would, would communicate what it is and people would feel it. It would be a, it would be received. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to say it to your point you know right i i love that tassahara bread book quote though because i think it does point to it points in the direction in the right way you know what love is, is it? not love is not only the most important ingredient oh. but the mm. only ingredient that really matters mm. Mm. and um certainly mm. in cooking that's 100% the case you know um I, you know i can really identify with the challenge of that for me though like as an agent when i was an agent the, and I'm not saying this is how it was for everybody, but a lot of the years it was wake up and survive. You know, where's my next lead coming from is how it was for me for a long time. As I got, uh, became a better producer, mm-hmm. it was don't fall behind survive. You know, like it was the thing that was in the foreground was a lot of survival and, and love was not in the conversation for the most part. Now, if I had a, if I, if I met you for coffee and we, I was at consultation or whatever we were doing and connecting with you, mm-hmm. you know, my, my best hope is that you felt loved and you felt seen, 
But as soon as that meeting was over, it what came back to the foreground was survive, right? Catch up, survive, or don't fall behind, survive. I don't know. Maybe that's not there for you. I just feel like no, it's totally here for me. It's 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 it makes it so that it's it puts love as almost a, a default or a de facto has to be uh, added on. It would take, yeah. I mean, it would take some big cojones to to live in love to to build a business where love is the only ingredient that matters would take a lot of awareness, a lot of um, confidence, a lot of peace, a lot of mindfulness. Right. I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Do you think that's, I a hundred percent think that's the case. I mean, it would, it would take, you know, all right, now that we're saying it and sort of sorting through it. It would take energy for sure to keep it in the foreground, to have it be the, filter by which decisions were made you know like as a value but it doesn't take any more to keep love in the foreground as a value yeah than it takes to keep any sure value statement mission statement i get that shit on the wall you walk in and there it is printed on the wall and it's just printed on the wall you know if you're not going to keep it alive Mm -hmm. and get it off the damn wall because all that's on the wall, all that you're keeping alive is survival because every business defaults to survival. Yeah. So I don't think it's any, I don't think you need any bigger cojones to keep love alive than you do to keep anything that you say you value alive and anything you say you value has got to be kept alive consciously through creation, through effort, through speaking, I get that because the like default's that. always going to be, let's make it. You know, don't maybe fall. the maybe the yeah, maybe then it's it's in the context switching. You know, it's the cojones requires some. It requires you to have some courage to switch the context or to to move to a infinite game, right? To move yes. from this was the game I was playing, and I'm deciding to play a new game, and that is scary in the in-between until it's not until you, until you can feel, I feel mm-hmm. like I've done that in, recently. Like for me, letting go of money as the measure and starting to move to what feels so good to me is um, finding those that are um, partners that, that I love that I love or that are family. I'm like, I don't want to partner with you. If I can't feel like we're family, if I can't feel like I trust you and we're building something together, mm-hmm. But now that I'm now that I sort of am looking through that lens, you're right. I mean, I'm like, it feels really good, and it doesn't take courage now, right? It take that initial, and that you know that we're just going to circle this right back, okay? Mm-hmm. That's what this community is for. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing here. That's what yeah. this is about. Is you know that courage can be found in a mastermind that courage can be found in a community mm-hmm. of people speaking the same thing like you know we're mm-hmm. you know you're no longer in a community that's only interested in gci cranking yeah. it out hustle and grind yeah you're in a community where you know as we used to say it looks good to be vulnerable it looks good to look bad that's how you yeah. look good around here is that uh-huh. you mm-hmm. tell the truth about your fault about your weaknesses yeah um yeah. So there's that opportunity that, again, becomes the opportunity of this community to 
be with people who are interested in exploring that without an answer. Cause clearly you and I do not have this answer, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, but I didn't come up with that thing about family, like what it takes and what it offers mm. until I just said it just now. I'm like, mm. Oh shit, mm. that really is, mm. you know, there are things I expect of my family, mm. you know, mm. I mean, look, you'll always be family. You don't have to do anything. Right. right? My kids don't have to do anything, but I do have expectations. Yeah of what, how my family interact with me. And I do have expectations, how clients interact with me, you know, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. get to ghost me. <laughs> you yeah, just yeah. don't get to ghost me. It's not an option. Right. We're not, yeah. I'm not a service provider. I'm your family, mm, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's how that works. And if you don't want that, fine. If you want to get, if you want to, you know, just click on the internet and get, you know, a muffin delivered or pretend that you're going to get a house delivered the same way you get a muffin delivered. Good. Then you should definitely find someone who can, you know, easy enough to find that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it's interesting. Then mm. that would be, you know, at least a framework, you know, in which you could have conversation, you could, stay you could stay intimately present to love you could st- you could keep it if that was the framework upon which the relationship was established right you know like right. it doesn't why whatever restaurant that is right it doesn't particularly work because although they say it it's hardly like i could walk in and ask them you know can you give me right, 20 right. bucks right right <laughs> yeah you know, they're not really fam. They're not, it's not, it, they haven't dealt with what it really takes to be a right. family, you know, what, what my, they're not demanding anything of me either, by the way, that whatever restaurant that is not, not me. It's uh, Olive Garden. I just looked it up. Oh, there you go. Okay. I looked it up for and, you. Thank you. You know, and if it makes it all the more offensive because <laughs> they're not even Italian food. Okay. <laughs> but they are family. Uh, my parents, my mom's Jewish and she made better Italian food than that place. But anyway, okay. That was <laughs> contemptuous, but okay. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, so anyway, wow. I, I, you know, without, wow. them under the bus. I don't know. That's <laughs> an interesting set of thoughts. So good. I, I, you know, we could mine this well for a while. Mine this well. Yeah. You don't mine mine, mine well. the mine. You don't mine them well. Well, Dig the well, crack the well. I don't. Oh, I think I, I think there is a, um, yeah. And I, I don't need to keep it going. I think we can wrap here, but I think the, the, um, I, I appreciate the exploration into love because it's of the four L's that we have. It's one that we haven't spent a ton of time on. Um, and to your point, like it's the only ingredient that matters. Like what is leadership without love? What is legacy without love? What is leverage without love they're all tactics strategies hustle features they're all in order to's maybe mm-hmm. um if if love is not the first ingredient in each of those those things like yeah what is leadership without love i mean it's really good is it a power play is it a is it a, an ego stroke is it a yeah i mean it's a really good it's a great question all right well that's yeah. next week okay Although I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm snowboarding next week, so it'll be the week after. But yes. there you go. Nice. What is snowboarding without love? Exactly. It's an adrenaline rush, but it's <laughs> so I'll... okay. Those of you that are listening, um, the, the community that Aaron speaks of, if you have not um, 
followed along for any other episodes and you somehow magically found this one episode uh, is a community that he and I are creating called Repurpose uh, Beyond the Transaction. It's it's a community of real estate agents who want to use their their business as uh, a staging point for the, the impact they want to make, for the love they want to share with the world. And I think for too long, um, that has been a separate conversation. There's our business and then there's our legacy. And those have existed as separate conversations and strategies. And what Aaron and I are presupposing or, or uh, inviting is um, that your business and all the people you interact with in your business and your community actually can be the very thing, the very vehicle that brings your impact to the world. If you would just think from a different vantage point. So great. If you'd like to learn more about that community, you can go to repurpose.group forward slash invite, uh, not.com it's repurpose.group forward slash invite. There you go. Awesome, Great stuff today. Thank you for bringing that prompt. Thank you for texting me a prompt, Aaron. Yes. I love you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I look forward to the next prompt you text me. All right. Good stuff, Aaron. Thank you.